This is Mac. And this is Rylan. And you're listening to Punch Drunk Vinyl. Beep boop. Yeah. Uh, fitness episode. <laughs> this is where you come for, for fitness advice. If you've seen pictures of us or listened to our podcast, you probably know it's not a good place to we come are, for fitness. We are fit. <laughs> so, the, so for the podcast that is to talk about alcohol and music... It's not the place you come to for fitness, but we both like to be really active, so today we're going to talk about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm more accidentally fit than I am actually fit. Accidentally fit? Yeah. I mean, that's just genetics? No, it's, <laughs> like, what? It's, it's just like I'm an active person. You know, mm. I don't eat right. Yeah. You know, I don't, I've yeah. never paid attention to my diet. Um, I just eat what I eat, which actually is fairly healthy. Um. But too too carb heavy. If I was like weight sure. conscious, yeah. we're not trying to but get I, that but, deep. But right like now. I, I like to run. I like to hike. I like to be outside. I like yeah. to dig holes. You mean a lot? Running is a lot of it. Yeah, you're like a running family. You guys. No, I'm the only one in my family who runs. Well, you're all tall and slender, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah, and, and have and have terrible knee problems. I'm the yeah. only one who like doesn't have any knee problems. Yeah, I'd still say it's partially genetics. I'm fighting an uphill battle against genetics. I think yours is a downhill, <laughs> like, spiral. You, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, yeah, you've never seen anyone else outside of my extended family. Uh, or in my extended family outside of Because we're... A couple people, yeah, but yeah. But, oh, I guess Ian. You've met Ian. It's some, like, aunts and uncles, I mean, like... But they're... Oh, yeah. Russ is a big dude. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, but yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, but we're all tall. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's helpful. But yeah. anyway, anyway, what I, I guess we're getting at is, like, I'm, I'm not fit. I have goals of being fit. You're I don't get in there. Yeah, I don't. But I also, I mean, it's a it's a lifestyle commitment for the rest of my life to be yeah. fit someday. I will not diet. I will not cut back on my alcohol consumption. You know, that's, <laughs> I pretty much work out to eat. Like, yeah. I work out. So that I could maintain this dad bod. <laughs> yeah. It's just about maintaining the dad bod. That's killer. You know? That's yeah. really what it's going for, what I'm going for. Uh, um, and that's all. That's really good. I mean, for me, for me, honestly, I mean, we can talk a lot of those other times, but I have had a really big challenge and struggle with being fit. I think I'm at the healthiest of my life. Uh, not because of just trying to maintain a dad bod. There's a lot of bigger, deeper things emotionally like that I could get into as to why I chose a route of exercise and fitness yeah. a few years ago, but we can talk about that some other day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so we're talking about music to run to or to exercise to, right? So to, to exercise. Yeah, yeah. Either way, either way. So like we, I mean, I have a spin of the week, which would be my number one in my last pick, uh, which is super cool, but I think we should just like, Fucking talk about random shit that you like to, for you it's run to or exercise to or whatever hobbies maybe, but or activities. I think we should stick with, with physical activities though. Like not, I don't want to know what you fucking make tables to. Podcasts actually. So totally, well, I didn't totally, want. I didn't want to know. No, no, no. But like I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it irrelevant. Yes. I listen uh, so, to nerdy podcasts. Yeah, I'm not trying to talk about like what I paint to or what I like work on the basement to or like you know whatever. I want to yeah. know what what I work out to at the gym, what I like to run to outside yeah. or, or on a treadmill, and that's what we're talking about today. So for yeah. you, I mean, we can start with yours, man. You have like a number five, like your low end or just off the top of your head, what's something you enjoy? 
Ronin so, 2? So, um, if pace isn't an issue. If sure, I'm okay, just, yeah. If, if I'm just going to, like, really slack on a run. Okay. Uh, Hold on, before you get there, I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> really quick, I'm going to say that what... Um, I, I, if, people don't, was, if people don't listen to this podcast, like if they're, yeah. not, if they're new, right, they should know that you run marathons and I run 5Ks. <laughs> like, okay, so when it comes to talking about, like, a leisurely pace, when you're running with me and we're doing, like, maybe 10 miles an hour. Beep boop. Correction, that's a six-minute pace. I mean a 10-minute pace, not 10 miles per hour. Okay, back to the show. Beep boop. You know, that's your leisurely pace, right? Yeah. Versus, like, when you're trying to crush... 10 miles you're going to be pushing seven yeah yeah for me pushing like I'm, I'm trying to really crush a 5k i'm trying to get below eight not there yet i'm below nine I'm like eight and a half yeah you know so so actually i'm, I'm going to go back and be a little humble um <laughs> the distance between 730 pace and seven minute mile pace yeah is like huge it is yes yeah so um i'm pushing 730 pace i'm not I'm not able to, like, yeah. I can run a 5K at six-minute mile pace, but I can't really sustain. People who run hard will understand what we're talking about yeah. now, but if you're just an average listener going, they run 7.30 to 7, what's the difference? It actually has a huge chunk it's, of difference. It's really hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's like, you get you get weird muscle aches. I get really bad shins. Miles per hour difference. Like, that's like, you know, like yeah. there's a lot. We can talk about the math there, but I don't think we need to. It's it's a lot. Yeah. So, so um, leisurely pace. Uh, let's say I'm going on like a, a fifteen mile run. Yeah. Uh, Which I don't do. I. Yeah. I'll, I'll do like an eight. I think most I've ever done maybe is eight or ten. So eight eight. I remember doing eight mile run a couple eight miles. I'm not sure if I've ever done a ten mile. So uh, unfortunately, Spotify has messed this up by re-releasing the albums with the extra tracks. Oh, I Which hate would, the bonus tracks. I love the bonus tracks, actually. It depends for me, man. Okay, there's, there's, there's times where it's good but, and times when it's not. But uh, I just try to stay away from deluxe versions a lot of the time. But Almost Killed Me in Separation Sunday. Yeah, I, those bonus tracks are killer. I can, I can, yeah, but without the bonus tracks, I can fuck with 15 miles. Yeah. Um. Sure. With the bonus tracks, I'm probably going to run like 20, and who wants that? Those are also, those are... Hold Steady records, so yeah, you like whole, to listen to the Hold Steady. That's your, that those two albums together are one pick for you. That's one pick. It's a leisure. <laughs> that's my leisurely. Leisurely run, run is two that's albums like, that are both around like fifty minutes, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's a good Sunday morning, man. Oh, that's awesome, like, man. Like seventy degrees. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get to you know fifteen miles. Uh, we both live in the city, but fifteen miles allows me, you know, the distance to like run into the woods and fuck with some woods yeah totally uh, i mean we have that really close by i like to do that on my bike a lot there's like a 16 mile loop i like mm-hmm. to do you've ran it we've talked about that before actually we can talk about it so like i like to do this loop where i go down to riverside state park and i go out to the seven mile yeah and then i'd loop around and come back on the on the on the paved road yeah but first the first half's all wilderness you yeah. know you've ran that yeah and i remember talking to you and you're coming back and you're like yeah i didn't realize uh, like a time you weren't like you didn't intend on going like sixteen miles. Yeah, I did on accident. I, I didn't bring any water. I was like <laughs> yeah. really, I was really fucking dehydrated. It's like ninety degrees it out, hot, which yeah. is 
uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't wear sunscreen because I thought I'd be running in the woods. Yeah, I just got lost. Man. No, I know, I've done, the, that, done yeah. the exact same thing where I'm like, oh, I'm going to yeah. make this an eight-mile loop because there's a lot of ways you can turn that around into a really quick yeah. loop. Yeah, And if you miss, like... Because also you're on trails that have no... There's not signs, you know? There's yeah. not street signs. It's the best. You're just on a fucking dirt trail, and then uh, you're like, oh, crap. Then, I, then you hit a road, and then that road, you would realize you've gone eight, nine miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you have to go... Like, in Seven Mile is a weird town. There's, like, a, na- there's a neighborhood that I jogged by that had, like, wild peacocks like, just <laughs> chilling in their front yard, which... Apparently they're pets, because I don't think they're native to the area. I don't think so. But, like, they had just a bunch of angry-looking peacocks <laughs> that, like, Yeah, I know. think I know what you mean. I think I've, I think I've seen them. That's, I mean, it's a weird neighborhood, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was cool, though. It was a great run. I'm, uh, I'd absolutely do it again. So, wait, why it's, I guess, to talk back to the music, too, I would do that. I'd like to do that run. I think I'm going to try to do that run. Cool. Actually. I think I could do it. Do you want to do a 15-miler with me? I've got a 15-miler coming up in April. Let's hold... Let me hit, like, 10 first. There's also a 5K that you can, you know, do. Yeah. I, I can do a 10, 15, maybe. Uh, it depends on the pace, for sure. 10 to 12-minute pace? I'm doing it with some friends. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I could totally do that. I'd love to do that. That'd yeah. be awesome. Cool. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is, uh, why those two hold steady records? Uh, I, I think... They're just the first two hold steady records. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of view them as one piece of work. Like sure. sure. So like I uh I mean you you got into them at the same time, right? Like yeah. Right, right. Actually Boys and Girls in America was already out when I got into that. Yep, yep, um, same. But like Boys and Girls in America doesn't fit as well into the, those two albums. No, those, those two, two albums, albums are really similar. They are. Um yeah, yeah. you know, it's a rock opera. Um universe uh which craig finn is really into and yeah. like honestly there it's i view separation someday as an extension of almost killed me as yeah. opposed to its own separate piece of work i get you i feel the same way i mean a lot of the characters are still there a lot of yeah. like, the storytelling is the same the sounds totally yeah. like the same record so i i believe you with that i like that i never i've listened to them like back to back before but usually like on a hold steady binge where i'm hearing like everything you know? yeah uh, but I've never intended to listen to those two together like that. Uh, honestly, like I've done this thing where uh, so the first half of Almost Killed Me, yeah, is before they like side A, I guess, is really before they start to introduce the rock opera sure. aspect of it, the yeah. story. Yeah. So I had started at like track six, and then listened to the rest of Almost Killed Me, and then got and then got this every Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I like that idea. Yeah. It's yeah. uh. It's it's a it's a good gig, man. That's a good. That's a yeah. That's a great pick. I also I do like to run to the hold steady or work out to the hold steady. Almost killed me. I've listened to a few times. Same with Separation Sunday. Gotta stay positive. Yeah, really fun. Uh, my my like probably let's see. I just I just threw together a really quick list. I didn't link too hard, but something I've listened to a lot because we talked about this earlier. How yeah. like I. There's like a different zone I gotta be in. So if I'm working out, like if I'm at the gym and I'm like lifting weights, yeah, I go for like metal. Like yeah. a lot of the time. Okay. And so my like number five record probably would be uh, this band called Converge. Okay. Uh, they have an album called um, All We Love We Leave Behind, which sounds metal as fuck. But the album is just like heavy start to finish, and I love it. So I, I like that part. I like if I'm gonna go do squats or legs for a day, and I'm just gonna lift heavy weights. Yeah. Fucking Converge is playing, and I'm just gonna rock out the whole time. Really fun. Cool. I. 
I've never listened to that. Yeah. Um, I'm not as big of a metalhead. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not into a lot of metal, but I like. I mean, I. I, I mean, I guess I do. I guess I am. I guess you're, I am. You're, you're not a metalhead because you listen to a lot of other stuff. I would say actually that you have like just a much broader appreciation of music than Fair. I do. I have like a very narrow lane. Um, yeah, well, that punk, I like punk rock has turned me into that that metal aspect yeah. too when you find like a good drummer that's really fucking awesome and fast a fast punk drummer yeah and then you see him get like really like intricate and like doing these like crazy fucking timing you know yeah. timing work and stuff you're like okay that's some oh, metal that's drumming that's yeah. really cool and I, I like to listen to that a lot I like to focus on the drums when I'm lifting or whatever I think it's a lot of fun okay yeah. uh, what about um, when you like what's your next what's your next yeah for next for, for like number little... number four so running, you know, for me is just like an act of joy. So I listen to like a lot of joyous music. Yeah. I do occasionally lift weights. Um, I've been lifting more weights recently because the weather's been shitty, so I can't go run. You know, uh, this is during the time of the polar vortex, so everyone in the country is stuck inside. Uh, it's cold as fuck. Outside. It's cold as fuck. Um, relationship of command. It's an old one. Man, that really will get your you know blood what, pumping. Dude? That is on my list. Like I listen to that yeah. all the time when I'm working out. Yeah, not a not a good running album, honestly. Well, I've like, ran into it. I've ran into it. Yeah, but, yeah, but, I know what but you mean. it's it's not their best running album. Um, no. that's at the, at the drive-in. We're talking about yeah, at the drive-in. Uh, so, a relationship of command is that's a great. I'll let you finish talking about it before I jump all over your shit. Ah, uh, just <laughs> just such a good the, record, dude. The drums are super fast. Uh, yeah. Cedric Baxler is just screaming the whole time. Yeah. It just makes you want to break walls. Yeah. Like, it just makes you want to, like, push until you can't. Well, there's a few songs in there, too, that, like, have a lot of, like, drop-down lulls. Like, I think Invalid yeah. Depart- Letter Department has, yeah. like, this big, like, lulling, creepy music part. Yeah. And, like, when you're, like, getting pumped up and you know what's happening, like, you're about to lift some heavy weight, yeah. that, like lull yeah. is like really like oh yeah i'm gonna step up to the fucking plate now like here i go like i'm ready to like you kind of like psych yourself up knowing that like what's coming next is this awesome breakdown you know yeah. uh yeah that's a great i've i've, I've ran to that and really enjoyed it but i've also listened to it in the gym a lot and love that record it's Good. more it's more gym for me yeah that, great pick dude yeah, that's I, great pick yeah did i steal that from you no okay. it wasn't on my list but now i'm putting it on there like yeah like, okay good that's I think our number. I think our next ones are going to be that. That's just the same. I mean, except for, yeah, whatever. I'm going to cut that into like yeah, that's like a. It's going to be on my list too. I'm going to scribble it in. It's okay. Really fucking good. Cool. Uh, man, that's a great. It's a great fucking. A. I love at the drive-in. Yeah. I mean, also, just like I know we're trying to talk about shit that we work out to or run to, but this podcast wouldn't be our podcast without like some tangent that breaks off to talk about other shit. Yeah. At the drive-in has like a, I have a big connection with that in our relationship as friends. Yeah. Because when we first met, we started talking about music and it was like, you had asked me if I liked at the drive-in and I was like, yes. Yeah. And we started talking about the drive-in and I had like every fucking CD or I had like all that stuff that I listened to a lot, you know? Yeah. And then during like our time, they came out with like this, like a CD that was also like a documentary or some stuff about them. Remember that? Yeah. Um, and I remember being like really stoked thinking they came out with like a new album and I was going to share that with my new best friend, right? Yeah. But it was not. It was just like a bunch of re-released old it, songs. It was a reproduced Greatest Hits album. Yeah. And like, 
you know, it's it's one of those things. It's still really good, but yes. Actually, I hate it. I like it. Oh, really? really? Yeah. I can tell the difference. It's like, you know, when you cleaned up the sound and rounded out the edges and really? made it pretty and clean, I kind of, I don't like it as much. That's funny. Um, yeah. What was, there was a name that was called, like, this station is not operational, right? This because station I, is not operational, yeah. which is a line off one arm scissor. Yeah. And I had, like, I think I had a lot of beef with um, Relationship of Command because it was, like, their most popular yeah. album. Yeah. And that, like, Greatest Hits pulled me into loving Relationship of Command. Because the yeah, songs that were on that Greatest Hits were, like, some of their best written songs ever. And they were on Relationship of Command. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. No wonder everybody likes this album. Why am I being such an asshole and trying to hate the one that's popular? It's really good. It is really good. It's not my favorite at the driving album. No, I mean, for me, it's not my favorite either, but it's a great record. Yeah. What's your favorite? Via. Yeah, that's that's an EP. It's not really an album. Acrobatic Tenement for me is amazing. Acrobatic Tenement's good. I yeah, mean, like, In Casino Out is this, like, awesome. It, in Casino Out is... I mean, like, it's it's yet again one of those, like, I, I view them as one album. Sure. Because they came out in the same year. But, yeah. but Via is, like, the weird... Uh, the I weird it. younger sister yeah. of In Casino Out. Yeah, yep, totally. I can um, see that. There's a lot of really good songs on that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yep, that's really cool. Yeah. Also, the album cover for Vi is really cool. Like, that stereo. It's yeah. like this like this old-style, like, 90s stereo. Like, all, like, yeah, drawn kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's a weird boombox. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Uh, really silhouette. Cool. Yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah. But anyway, so my, uh, my next pick... Uh, I, again, I'm going with a more of a metal vibe, I guess. These aren't like in any order, by the way. Like no, these aren't no. ranked for me. Number one is ranked. I'm actually, numbers like five through th- two. Yeah. Not ranked. I just wrote them down in a scribble because I knew I listened to them a lot at the gym. Okay. What Tw- about? Is that cool? Oh, totally. Are we trying cool. to rank yeah. things? And no, no, no. Actually, um, so the other the other side of this is we talked about doing a podcast about music and working out. I didn't even have the brains to uh create a list like this is just you know <laughs> i'm just making it up as i mean i'm trying I, to keep up and I, I drew this i wrote that down literally in like three minutes I yeah it's it, just like what if i listen to a lot and also some of the stuff that i probably listen to right won't listen to right now but i'm gonna be honest about the fact that i did listen to it a lot on repeat while i worked out yeah totally cool it's on the yeah so for me my next one is the coheed cambria album okay uh, you're the black rainbow, which is like not. It's again like a. It's heavy. It's like a metal. They're they're kind of a prog. They're prog rock band. Yeah. But uh, very. I mean, they're like a, a lot of anthemic, story driven. Yeah. They're. I mean, their whole every album of theirs is all story driven. But yeah. Um, I, I will always associate them positively with the Mars Volta. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sure. Like that. That's. I was always more of a Mars Volta guy than a Coheed. And sure. Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think of them as two different bands, but I know what you're saying. Well. Yeah. No, I mean two different bands, but like uh, nope. when I was going Same. through my like phase where I was listening to a ton of Mars Volta. Yeah. The kids I hung out with that also listened to Mars Volta were the kids who also listened to Cody. That was me. <laughs> like you know, I was one of those kids. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. And, like, and Co- yeah. but Cody does predate them. Um, yeah, but so I, I know what you're saying. The same kind of. Good rock and roll, good rock band. But well, well, modern prog that yeah. didn't go the more electronic Radiohead. Sure, yes, I see what you're saying. But like, yeah, yeah. 
a lot of shared influences. Um, I love Cody. I don't listen to it enough. Yeah, so You're the Black Rainbow was like, a, it came out in like 2010, and okay. it wasn't like their most well-received record. It was their first record after Josh had left the band as a drummer. Yeah. And they picked up another drummer um, who was in, who was really fucking awesome. Um, his name was, uh, God, uh, Chris Penny. Chris Penny, who was, he had just drummed for Dillinger Escape Plan, which is a heavy, pretty like metal band. Uh, and so he brought a lot of like heavy drums to Coheed, which is why the album is one of my favorites. But also like the story of it is awesome, and the sing-alongs are great. And also they brought in a bunch of like horns and stuff on that record, which are really cool, which are, were also super fun. Um, Josh is now back in the band, and they play a lot of cool stuff. But that was a great album, and a good period. I think a good time period for them, even if it's not most Coheed fans wouldn't say that. You know, they'd probably say it was not that great for them. But I thought it was fucking awesome. That's a great record to work out to. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go to my next one because this one's a total uh, <clears throat> like juxtaposition of the last two. But I also said earlier, maybe not on the podcast, but we were talking about it as I listened to a lot of uh, pop or like, or like yeah. R&B or whatever, stuff like that when I'm working out too. Like I like hip hop. Yeah. I like that. So I when I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. We know this already. Yeah. But I, when Reputation came out, I listened to it. I was like really going to the gym like probably four or five nights a week to like lift weights. Yeah. After work, and I would listen to Reputation on repeat like when I would work out, uh, and I I loved it. It was like I didn't. It was how I got into the records. I didn't like it at first as like a Swift fan. I didn't like that she went this like weird pop like I'm trying to be so cool way. There's a lot about that album that I didn't really dig, but after listening to it on repeat for hours on end. I fell in love. Anyway, you're smiling like that's adorable or something like that. Like yeah, you know I've I've never. I know I'm picking stuff that's not in your uh, repertoire. Yeah, so I know that like yeah, I, I don't we can't have I, much dialogue. I understand. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I can't really talk about Taylor. We can just go like beep boop. Now it's Wes's turn. You know. <laughs> you can just do that. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean that, that's fair. Yeah, uh, you got two. two. You got to give me two. Two in a row. Yeah, I just did two in a row. Okay, well... I just fuck, I don't care. Yeah, so, 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 Rubble Bucket. Rubble Bucket. Survival Sounds. Yeah, good shit. Uh, it's, it's a dance album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who doesn't like having a little dance when you run it outside? It's a bright (sighs) summer day. You introduced me to Rubble Bucket, so... Yeah. Yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah, Rubble Bucket is definitely my favorite band, um, that is still recording music. Yeah, Um, great. So I do have some Rubble Bucket on vinyl. Survival Sounds is not the album that I have on vinyl. I have their like sad album on vinyl. Yeah, there's still some dancey songs on that record. Yeah, but Survival I, Sounds is where it's at though. I have that record. It's really great. Yeah, it's fun to wake up to because it's really upbeat and it gets you moving like so fast. You don't realize you're dancing until you're dancing. And <laughs> like a few songs in, you're like, oh yeah, I'm grooving really hard to this. Yeah, yeah. I could see running to it would be really fun. I've never put Rubble Bucket on when I've ran, but yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, like try it. Like, oh, absolutely! Like it makes perfect sense to me. The the ska, you know, sound, like I don't even part of Rubble Bucket is I don't know how to explain. <clears throat> it's is it just alt pop? You can call it alt pop, sure, but they have a lot of horns. Yeah, they um, do have like a, a lot of horns. Like, so like, ska fits, but they're not ska. They're, they're not ska. That's not know. the lyrics and the, the way they sing is not ska. The horns don't just define ska either. But alt pop is fine. I mean, they're dance music, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of dancing at their concert. 
oddly enough. At what? But for the fans, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's sad. That's just sad. I would dance my ass off at a Rubble Bucket concert. Yeah, I did. Also, I dance my ass off at any concert. I'm that guy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Except Beck. <laughs> Except Beck, because I was... Have we told the Beck story Blind. yet? No. So I was so drunk. We'll tell the Beck story. We'll do like a bonus episode. Oh. Here's just the, when Weston Ryland saw Beck in 2019. <laughs> like, you know. Oh. Uh, anyway, we'll rehash that. But Rubble Bucket, that's great. Survival Sounds is such a fun album. What I like about bands like that, too, I like bands that don't like... There's bands that genre bend, right, that we talk about yeah. that like go between funk and jazz or whatever. Yeah. I like that Rubble Bucket doesn't have a name. Like, you know, they don't fit a certain genre. And they don't fit, like, genre bending, because they don't genre bend. They're, They're just, just, they just, their they're just who they are. Yeah. 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 Um, there's this band, that, well, a group I like a lot... Um, it's on Janelle Monet's record label, Wonderland, and it's called, um, uh, I'm spacing on the name of the band right now, which makes me feel silly. So Saint Beauty is a, a band that's um, on Janelle Monet's uh, record label. But they open for Janelle Monet. I've been a fan of them for a long time, but they define their music as confetti music. <laughs> so they just say, like, people are like, what are you, you guys, R&B, are you hip-hop? And they're like, we're confetti music. We just have, like, it's dancey, it's fun, it's, like, everywhere. We just call it that. And it is just cool. like two girls who sing and play guitar and bass and then a dude on drums and a dude on like electronic stuff. Cool. And it's really fun. Cool. But I like the fact they gave themselves their own like style, yeah. like label, you know, yeah. like, yeah, we're not R&B, we're not hip hop, we're, we're confetti music. That's, and it fits. Like when you think about the word confetti, I think Rubble Bucket is a confetti music band. Like to me, if that, if there was, if that was a genre. Yeah. Rubble Bucket, the word confetti fits for me. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, uh, coming back to just bands like not wanting the genre to find themselves yeah i remember an interview with at the drive-in oh cool uh, way back in the day where they were like trying to figure out you know someone asked what genre they were and the guitarist was like well i learned my my father was a mariachi guitarist so i'm just playing mariachi guitar really fast <laughs> was that omar <laughs> yeah oh that's awesome yeah um, also, he is one of the most like talented guitar players in the fucking world. Ah, uh, is yeah. Uh, now I think now all he does is just like a bunch of drugs and puts out like more records than anybody else. I think like, he puts like a record a month of him just playing crazy guitar. Uh, I stopped following him like probably a decade ago because like I can't keep up with you, man. Like you're putting out so much good music all the time, <clears> but I can't keep up. And also, I don't do enough drugs to, to appreciate to it. keep up with it. Yeah, I I don't have like a Sunday to just like smoke myself into a coma and lay on the couch and listen to 12 hours of you doing weird guitar stuff. Yeah, yeah I got but he's stuff super, to do with my life. But he's super skilled at what he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Super, super skilled. I'm not, that's not But I like, the, I like the mariachi bit. I bet that was him that says that, and I like that. That's no, really yeah, awesome. it's definitely him. Yeah, um, that's really great. Yeah. So, uh, you wanted a second one? Uh, <laughs> so just off the top. Yeah. And uh, you brought up Janelle Monet. Yeah, she's not gonna make the cut because I have like a ton of music that I listen to. Yeah, but Metropolis. Oh, great song. Uh, album, the the album where the cyborg falls in love with the human being. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that is like a story driven album. That's like her first record or second yeah, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's her first EP. Uh that is such a fun album to yeah. run to. Oh, dude, her, her music is very dancey too. Which like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but uh you know, just because I spent a lot of my life uh, in winter months before COVID on a treadmill. 
Girl Talk, Don't Feed the Animals, is the greatest treadmill album ever. Girl Talk makes you dance for sure. Um, yeah, just the rhythm to that album. I mean, it is so varied uh, quickly. For people who don't know what Girl Talk is, Girl Talk uh, was, I think he doesn't do it anymore because anyone can do it now. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he, I mean, I saw him play, I saw him play at a, a festival yeah. like a decade ago. Yeah. And I think that was like when he was towards the end of being done. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, well, so part of it is anyone can do what he does now. Yeah, I mean, it's like mashups, right? So like, he's a mashup artist. It's, but it, it's better than that. It, it's better than that because when you say mashup, I'm thinking like the Grey Album or whatever that was oh. where it was like... No. the Like the Black Album or White Album. Like, this or that is, one where it was like Beastie Boys over the Beatles, which actually is really good. You ever heard the, the Beastles? No, I haven't. Really good. That's uh, a mashup album. Yeah, that's a mashup album. This is like layering in he's using Avril Lavigne's voice as like a he just takes like this eighth of a second snippet of her saying hey and she and using it as a drum beat, you know, underneath Rod Stewart. Like and then as soon as you get comfortable in that rhythm, it changes. Yeah. Something drops something begins anew it's just a really interesting soundscape that keeps you on your feet if you're just bored as hell on a treadmill yeah totally i think his music's really fun and mm -hmm. I, and dancey and upbeat i can see i haven't listened to him running or exercising but i would totally put that on while i was on a treadmill for sure i would totally do that totally yeah. unrelated yeah i just got a text message about something that i mean you know guess what's showing up on friday what Hold Steady Record, the newest one? Open Door Policy. Cool, I'm excited. Yeah. I've only heard uh, the one, the first song they put out, I haven't heard the second one from it. I haven't listened to anything. I listened to it. one, it was really good. I'm, I'm super excited for okay. that record. Cool. Yeah, Franz is back, the band's back together, man. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt the podcast. That's fine, we're going to leave that part in there, because it's Open Door Policy, and we yeah. have to hold steady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, uh, and probably, we'll probably both have the same spin on the week next week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if we both have that record. I mean, I'm going to listen to it a bunch, I'm sure. <laughs> or, what if one of us doesn't like it? I doubt that's going to happen. But, you I, know. Well, you know. It'd be a good conversation. I've got, I've got a couple other albums in the mail, too. I've got, like, like, a Spin of the Week back catalog. So, like, I got, I'll pull something out of the archive for the Spin of the Week yeah, next if, week anyway. Yeah, if we need to. Um, but, yeah. Uh, or we can just talk about that record if we like it that much. That'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. All right, we're, are we down to our final ones yet? I have one more, I think, on my list, unless I count uh, Relationship of Command as, as one of my numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me your final one. So this isn't like what I... Again, I'm just being real honest about what music I listen to. I listen to everything. Like, I listen to every kind of music. Yeah. You know, uh, that's why Taylor Swift is my last one on the list. But something I listen to a lot when I get ready to work out. So, like, I'll pump myself up in the car on the way to the gym. Or like, yeah. So if I go to, like... Orange Theory, which is like there's music playing and it's like co a coached workout session. You don't yeah. get to have your headphones in and listen to what you want, right? Yeah. You listen to whatever they're putting on. And so I pump myself up with like similar type music, but I listen to Doja Cat a lot. And okay. so like I listen to like trap music, but like actually the last 2020 probably, so like all last year, I would warm up to Doja Cat like every time I went to the gym. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I would listen to Amala, the whole record. Is, like, there's like five songs there that are probably pretty 
super upbeat and fast and also like sexy and fun and so I'd get myself feeling really good about myself and like yeah. I like doing that um I still put that record on a lot to get ready to warm up to go to the gym. So cool. Yeah, that's a pick for me. You should check it out. I think you'd like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I love trap music. I mean, uh, I went through my my <laughs> my whole Latin trap music oh, yeah, phase yeah, yeah. Yeah. a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. That was a big yawn. I didn't mean to yawn so large. I I still run to Bad Bunny a little bit, but he doesn't have like a technical album just a bunch of singles yeah yeah so uh so do you want to get to the spin of the week yeah let's talk about the spin of the week which is actually my spin of the week even though uh even though i've only listened to it three times in the background but you know no your spin of the week drop it uh can we can we do yours first because i think we have more to say on mine because we've both lived with mine for years and I just listened to yours. That's fair. In yeah. Preparation for this podcast. Yeah. So I, my uh, my spin of the week is Heart Sounds Until We Surrender. Uh, it came out in 2010. Uh, it's just a punk rock album. Heart Sounds has been around. I think may, maybe that was their, their first or second record. I think it might have been their first record. I think it's their first. Yeah. Uh, ben Murray and Laura Nicole are like the two main parts. Maybe there's a third member of the band whose name I don't know, which I probably should. But. Anyway, they both have their own bands too, and also they run the record label that they're on now too, which is really cool. Cool. Um, but they are like, what I like about this album is it's positive punk rock, right? Like, we're like punk rock that we know, like, a lot of good punk rock is like political punk rock or like anti shit or just like fun, goofy crap like Descendants or whatever, you know? Yeah. But Heart Sounds and this record specifically, their music is all positive, but this one is like start to finish good like it's like uplifting that they talk about getting out of like hard shit and staying positive like finding the song inside yourself that like motivates you uh the song there's a song called song inside me which is really great um but yeah it's my it's my favorite probably my favorite running album right now and i talked to friends of mine who also like that band and they're like oh top five top five running album for sure and that's really cool to hear other people say the same thing yeah. but for me it's like i can listen to that and I can feel like I can run faster. I can run harder. I'm motivated to get to where I, from point A to point B and like do it the best I can possible. Because like the music is really fast and fun, but lyrically it's just like screaming at you to stay positive. And not like hold, hold steady kind of stay positive. It's like honestly, as as far as stay positive the song goes, it's it's almost too much for running. Like every yeah. time I try to listen to that song while I'm running, I'm like, "Fuck you." You're talking about the whole city, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Like that's too positive. Don't tell me how to feel. I'd be like, <laughs> "Shit." Yeah, no, but what <laughs> what Heart Sounds is doing yeah. is like they're talking about like specific situations or like uh, generalized, I guess. But you could apply them specifically to what you're going through. Like for me, I apply it to running. Like the song inside inside me. Like um, when I when you're running and like the lyric is like, "I've found my true calling," and it sounds so fucking good. And you're just like running at your fucking hardest pace possible, and you're you it's Ben Murray screaming in your ear. You're just like, yes, uh, I can. You do know, this. Uh, as far as like a running album goes, yeah. The first thing that popped into my head is like the snare drum. Sure. Yeah, it's got like. This is gonna sound like a criticism. It's not. I mean, that as a compliment, but I, I general it is. That guy uses the snare drum often and loud. <laughs> like, 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 okay. Uh, 
in in any genre but just punk it wouldn't work but it is like the perfect drumming for punk like yeah yeah it's very Um, punk drumming for sure yeah uh, it feels it feels good um i i really like the opening to the album um yeah yeah the opening of the album and the the ending are my favorites Uh, i also like how they they switch off so uh ben murray and lauren nicole i think each wrote they they both write songs right and play in the album yeah. But they also, like, sing the songs they wrote. And so, like, she sings some songs, he sings some songs. Yeah. Um, that's what's a lot of fun, too. And their harmonies together are really great. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'd say I'd say when they harmonize is my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. But, like, the way the album opens up, it opens up really positive and it closes closes really positive, too. There's some middle stuff in, the, in, in between where, like, just talking about, like, the reoccurring gray is, like, just singing about, like, kind of like Monday and getting through stuff like it's not super positive and uplifting like the rest of the album yeah. but when you end on like Our Last Hope which is like uh, the first opening line of that is like and I swear it's Our Last Hope but it's everything that I've been looking for uh, and it's just it, all he just wants to do is like you want to just fucking scream along with him the entire time because you've had this 38 minutes of an album pumping you up for this moment you know That's which cool. I really like it's a really fun album yeah yeah um I've also, I mean, I, I will scream along to it forever. And I also try to, this is like an album that I try to show to everybody too. Like people that don't even like punk rock or even like people that don't like punk rock drumming, which is funny that you brought that up. I played this for other people that are actual drummers and they're like, yeah, that's cool. I can't get behind that. I see why you like it though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, like yeah. he, he's, he's really, he's a really talented drummer. Um, and he's doing exactly what he should do for punk rock. He's not doing too much. He's not doing too. No, the well. skill is like the right amount. A, the skill set's there, and it's yeah. loud. I enjoy like I, it is loud. Yeah, and like normally I don't like a lot of drums in my ear unless it's like uh, jazz. Sure. So so like, but I, I like it. It's yeah. it's fun. I really like. I, mean, I wish I could talk about this uh, like more technically, but like the guitar riffs, like just the real not not the rhythm guitar. Yeah. The rhythm guitars. I, oh. I'm not. No, the lead guitar? Yeah. Yeah, the lead guitar. It's like, it's like, that's actually what really tosses me as far as like, how do I define this music? Yeah. Like, in a subgenre. Because it doesn't fit punk rock. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't fit, well, it fits punk, but it doesn't fit in any comfy subgenre of punk. I sing along to it in my head all the time. Like, I can, that that guitar comes through like a vocal, you know? Like, it comes through like really loud and like kind of screamy and really fast and like back and forth a lot and I really like that like uh, I really like that sound so I always mimic it in the car and like make my own air guitar noises like to this record because it's really fun I know I see what you're I know what you're saying yeah it, it, it like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't bother me listening to it it bothers me that I can't like put put it in a comfortable box I guess sure yeah but, but like it you know yet again we were talking about like bands that don't fit comfortably in boxes earlier yeah and like it does make me like it more it's just like the obsession of of subcategorizing yeah punk i'll, is I'll call it a punk rock really... album people yeah. tell me it's pop punk i don't think it fits under pop punk i don't no. think it fits under like that like honestly the uh this album took me on a journey so i remember in high school <laughs> i was complaining with one of my friends who also played guitar that punk these days did not have enough palm muting <laughs> on the guitars <laughs> 
And this album really answers that request. There's a lot of palm muting on the rhythm guitar. I dig yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, so, no, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good album. Uh, pop punk doesn't have that, like, that yeah. really heavy palm muting. Yeah. Like, it, like, in every way, it is not a pop punk album. But it is poppy. It just doesn't sound well, it's, like pop. It's, it's, I think it's it, poppy. It, but poppy it, would be like, I'd call it, it's melodic. It's which yeah. I, like, I wouldn't call it poppy. I think it's got a lot of good melodies. It's got a lot of harmonies and sing-alongs. It's a very melodic album. I, but I, poppy is not what I would call it. That's why I don't think it's pop punk. I don't see it as being like, uh, it doesn't remind me of Blink-182. It doesn't remind me of like, right. no, 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 like but, the pop punk albums that I've heard before. No, it reminds me of actual like pop music. Sure, yeah. but like not in a bad way. Yeah. Like, like it just like it yeah. is. It's upbeat. It's like yeah. I want you, you to know. hear more of their stuff. I really hope you get to check them out if you if you dig them. But if you don't, I, no, I absolutely nice. dig it. Like, yeah. uh, it was like honestly, like it's probably if we do this in a year, it might sneak into like my running album list. Yeah. Yeah. Which honestly, at this point, is kind of set in stone. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, but we can also change it up. But, so let's let's talk but, about your running up. But def well, oh, okay, but, good. But definitely, like, so I have like this master playlist of just songs. Yes. That like. Yeah. Um, You're the Spotify Pro. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I just have like, I don't know, twenty hours of music that I run to, um, and occasionally I take songs off when I get sick of them and put songs on. Um, until we surrender, and the song inside me, are like definitely just going into that playlist yeah. to be yeah. shuffled around. Yep. Um, with the rest, uh, can we have like before I do my spend the week? I meant to do this earlier. Do you have a favorite, not album, but single, to run or work out to? I mean, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't listen to a lot of singles. Okay. Um. No. Okay. I mean, a singular song I could put yeah. on repeat? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just like if you are doing one song to kick you off. Yeah, like, so, for example, when I jog down here, I'm always listening to music, and then we yeah. go run together. Sometimes you jog up to my house, and we go run together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you're not listening to a full album. You've got, like, a song, maybe a song and a half. What would you do? For me, it's... Toto Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start off all your marathons with that record. That's yeah, I do. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it that's kicks great. Me off. That's great. I don't have a singular song. I mean, I could put on any any song on this Heart Sounds record. Yeah, I could put any single one of those on, and I'd be very happy to start my day like that, or start yeah, my yeah, yeah. activity that way. If uh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. But I don't have a particular one that fits for me. So, so the Toto Africa, the story behind that is, uh, like, I've always loved the song. Yeah. Uh, one one year, I was lined up. And I put a lot of thought into my uh, Spotify playlist for my four-hour marathon. I lined up at the starting line, and yeah, I don't turn on my music till the starting, line, you know, until the gun. And I'm waiting for the gun, and they're playing Toto's Africa, and it's like, oh fuck! And I like put it at the bottom of the Spotify playlist, so I play that, and then I'd play my playlist in the order that I wanted, and like. Yeah, ever since then, I'll never go back. And which marathon was that for you? Is that like one of your first marathons? No, it was uh, the Seattle Amiga 2018. It was like the fourth okay. or fifth time I've done it. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. I was thinking like that'd be a really cool thing if it was like, oh, this is like 
I mean, it's obviously a good memory for you, so you stuck it on there like that. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, now every marathon. Like, I've done, I think, seven marathons since then. Um, and they've all started with... Yeah, they all start with Toda. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. I like that. Okay, uh, now, drop your, <laughs> drop your spin of the week on me, dude. Uh, the thermals. The blood, or the body, the blood, the machine. Uh, I love this album, so tell me, jump on it, man, before I do. All right, um... So, this album, I was so dismissive of it the first time I listened to it. I really? listened to it in, like, 2008. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I get what they're coming for. Like, this. So, to describe, like, it's a rock opera. It's a re- yes. It's a retelling of Genesis. Yes. But, um, instead of the Israelites and the Egyptians, it is conservative Americans who claim to be Christian and Hispanic Catholics who are fleeing persecution and trying to get back across the border. Like, it is such a dark retelling. I And this came out in 2006. Like, yeah. And I was like, I mean, yeah, George W. Bush is out of control. But, like, this is just kind of too... It's kind of close to home, but it doesn't hit the nail on the head. And like, it's too unrealistic, but not sci-fi. And I didn't love it. And then I stumbled back upon it in uh, right after Trump actually beat Hillary. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it fits. And like, yeah. They like, this was the worst case scenario that, you know, the scenario that uh, conservative Christianity would be changed into a uh bigoted anti-hispanic uh fascist party yes uh yeah that that happened and they talk about like like there are lines they're just like they talk about building the wall they talk about like draining the the swamp yeah talk about all these all these crazy things 10 years before like trump was running for presidency it is really shocking and depressing. I mean, shocking, yes, because I think it's like they had a really good idea what's to come and as far as politics go. And, where the, yeah. and, and they talked a lot about how, uh, I mean, just like kind of a good representation of like how bad it could be, right? Well, yeah. And how like the system works. And it, well, and, and part of it is, you know, they are a Portland band. Um, and so Portland... I thought they are from Seattle. No, they are from Portland. Okay. Um, and Portland, while being like a very, very liberal city, does have some very dark white nationalist underbelly. Yeah, Oregon's, Oregon's a crazy racist state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Portland's cool. Yeah, more bars per capita than any, anywhere else. But... Yeah, the state the state is full of hate. <laughs> like that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's um, a lot of uh, a lot of history of bigotry that. that yeah, in Oregon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the album itself, I love. I mean, I've always liked the play on it. I think your take is legit as far as like that's what they're going for, um, and how how it fit into our current political environment. I think is awesome. I do want to say that we completely uh, ignore the fact that like. We're talking about how the Heart Sounds album is not pop punk, and then your spin of the week is a pop punk record. <laughs> yeah, that is like super <laughs> Yeah, it is. But like, they're is, a pop punk the, band for sure. The, oh, the Thermals are pop punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just in my head is like, 
I'm just singing along to them and I'm joyous. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, I carry my baby. I carry my, my baby. baby. Beep boop. Anyway, love it. But yeah, so uh, I think that your take on it as being like very fitting in our current political environment is so legit. But for me, what I've always loved about this record is like I've been someone who grew up religious and stopped caring about that type of stuff in my early teens. Right. Yeah. But I remember having to like read the Bible and right, have to like remember stuff and go to, you know, church nights on Wednesdays, youth groups, whatever they'd call them, you know. And have to like sit there and do crap. Anyway, um, never enjoyed it. Not for me. I was really just there to meet girls. But um, I had to go. My parents made me go to church. Yeah. But uh, this record, I love like just like the opening track on it. What is that? Um, Here's your future. Yeah. Yeah. God reached his hand down from the sky. God asked Noah if he wanted to die. He, he said, said, no, no sir. sir. Oh, oh no, no, sir. sir. God said, here's your future. It's going to rain. Yeah. Uh, so they, that, when, when I first heard this album, that opening track just screamed at me like, yes, 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 yes. Like, I wanted everything to do with this album after that moment. You know? So, yeah. But, so the, after Noah says, no, sir, he says, yeah. we're packing our things. Yeah, we're building a boat. We're going to create, create a new a master, master race because we're so pure. Oh, Lord, we're so pure. And, like... God said, here's your future. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's very, like... It's very telling in what you're talking about. Like, I would love to go back and read the lyrics right now. I probably will after you leave and apply them to our current political environment. But when I sing along to it, I get a whole different vibe of, like, what it brings to me. Also, that's what I love about music in general. Like, how it can be interpreted. Yeah, absolutely. But, but also, I do love the, the album itself. Like, the, the front cover of that album... We're going we're gonna to have to post a picture of it. It's got, like, Jesus with, like, a censored bar over his eyes. <laughs> and he's in front of this, like, burning planet with, like, a bunch of TVs and garbage around, you know? It's a landfill. It's, yeah. <laughs> and then the back of the record is my favorite because it's just a rearview mirror, like, the side mirror of a car with just flames coming up in it. Like, and it's like, yeah, yeah, what's behind you is fucked. That, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's such a good album. Yeah, great um, spin of the week. It's, I'm going to steal it again. We're going to have this conversation again in six months. I'm going to do it as my spin of the week. Yeah, yeah. What, what's your favorite song off this I was song? just going to ask you that. That's so funny. Yeah. I was just going to ask you what your favorite song off this record is. So I'm torn because I Here's Your Future is great, right? Okay. But Pillar of Salt is like my favorite song. And also, uh, have you seen the music video for Pillar of Salt? I haven't seen any of the music videos. So the reason I love Pillar of Salt so much yeah. is one, it's like that's probably like the most upbeat, fun, pop-punky song on the album, I think. Yeah. But the music video for it is so great. So, like, it's just them, the three of them playing in, like, this sterile white room. Cool. And then, like, throughout the song, as they play, there are different outfits. They're, like, there's confetti in the room. There's, like, pink and blues and, like, all this. They're covered in paint at one point. And then at one point, he has just a baby in his hands and he's holding it up against the camera. Like, just weird shit is happening. And they're just having a blast. Like, you can tell they're having so much fun. I want to be in a band like that, right? Like, I yeah. want to make that music video. They had an amazing time doing it. You know, I, you know they did, right? Also, yeah. the guitar riff in that song, like, the way it opens, like, that. I just, I love it. I can't get enough of that either. So, is that your favorite song on the record? Did I steal it? No. Okay, what's yours? Power Doesn't Run On Nothing. Yeah, okay, cool. 
Uh, that's on side B, right? That's like the second to last it's song? It's the second to last song. Yeah. Um, I'm a, this is an album that... Sorry to jump in there again. Yeah. This is an album that I play side A like two or three times, and yeah. then I go to side B. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so th- this song is a song sing from the perspective of the Nazis. And it's like kind of tongue-in-cheek. You know, um, there's a line about how uh, our God's the best because our God's the richest. Oh, yeah. Uh, our people are more equal. Um, and uh, my favorite line in the whole album is, our power doesn't run on nothing. It runs on blood. But blood is easy to obtain when you have no shame. Yeah. And we have no shame. It's brutal. And like, now, now in in. Like, this is totally, I have totally different um, experience with this album than you do. Yeah. Like, yours, it's it's about the religion and, yeah. like, how you hated religion growing up, which, yeah. don't get me wrong, I did too. I yeah. think I just got out of it earlier than you did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm coming about this album as, like, this album's about what a destructive force religion is. And yes. how yes. easy all these right wing conservative nut jobs have been to like turn into fascists. Yeah, totally. Um, and it was so easy that like some punk band that you've never heard about before like wrote it. Yeah, you know, yeah. ten years before it happened. So I think the stuff was happening then too. It just wasn't as it wasn't as huge. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't mainstream. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. for all his faults. And there were many. Yeah. George W. Bush wasn't outwardly racist. No, he's just a numbskull. Like, it's just like... Uh, honestly, I, I really... Part of me is like, I think he, the dude was just kind of incompetent. Like, yes, yes. Like, I, mean, I, yeah. I don't blame him for anything. That's he what should I mean. never have been put in the position of president in the first place. Yes, exactly. He, he didn't want it. No. No, he wanted it. Anyway, yeah. uh, that was really good. Yeah. Any more to say about that record? I love it. Uh, it is exactly as long as it needs to be for me to run 5.25 miles. Yes. Uh, what kind of pace is that? Sub 8. Nice. Yeah. I get I get home like halfway through um, I Have the Sound, which is the last track on the album. Yep, yep. Which is like really pretty. Yeah, the last half is actually really pretty. Like, St. Rosa, I think actually, the funny thing is the way that album goes on the vinyl, Yeah, it's like, it stops at uh, test patterns on side A. Yeah. Which is like slow, it slows down, you know? Yeah. And then, but then uh, St. Rosa and the Swallow starts on side B, and then there's only like two more songs, three more songs after that. Yeah. Uh, and it is like, it's all pretty. It's all, that's a pretty half of the album, I think. I like, the, I like the, yeah, I like the layout of it a lot. Um, yeah, great pick. Cheers. Cheers. Dude, thank you for talking about this album with me. Like, it's, oh my god, it's, yeah. Yeah, like, it's one of my favorite albums. I really uh, I really hope you like take the time to read the lyrics. I and, will. Uh, I will. And then like we we can like not on the podcast cuz Yeah, we'll talk about but, it. But like yeah, you, just talk about Well, also just to talk about the Thermals in general, like they're such a fun band. Yeah. Like have you ever just like met somebody you didn't you didn't know, but then you realize that like they like the thermals too. 
I've had that like happen before with a couple people, and I get so excited. Like, oh, you know where the thermals are? Yeah, you like the body of the blood in the machine? Oh my god! Like, yes. I no, I've never had that really? experience. Oh, no. it's when it happens to you, you're gonna love it. Uh, the only two people, three people that I know who uh, have heard this album are you, <laughs> yeah, Mike at the record store, yeah, and then the other guy at the record store whose name I don't know, but who was. The roommate of the drummer when they made this album. Oh, yeah, that's right. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's his name? Uh, we'll have to ask. Yeah. Cool. Great. Cool. I love you. Awesome. Yeah, I gotta go pick up a kid. All right.